Hello and welcome to When Will It End? I'm Josh, joined as ever by my co-host Charles Hobby. Hello, Charles. Good evening. It's it's later than evening. It's later than evening. If we were in the Glade right oh, now... Oh, fuck. Well, wait. Uh-huh. When? Well, that's what I'm saying. If it's nighttime in the Glade, we're safe. No, but maybe later. But later on, not so okay. safe. We're, we oh, are so boy. bad at podcasting. I just went out to the bathroom. Yeah. We'll give the listeners a little gl- glimpse into our, our romantic lives. For what, a splash or a... It was a bit of a splash, a, yeah. a, a splash and a tickle. Okay. And I was like, what if there's a griever out here? I'm not your, a griever. your office is very scary. It's very weird and noir. <laughs> yeah. Well, not noir in here. It's bright yellow. Well, you know, I think, you know, it really pops in here. It's a daffodil yellow. Yeah. I quite it's like true. it. It's not the walls themselves are not bright yellow. It's the lights. The light is horrible. I you will have say no that. no windows. You know, it, it's gray, claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. There's... <laughs> There's a weird mat on the floor where I am only can imagine. It's basically like we're naps. in Maze Runners. Yeah, we're Maze Runners, we're freaking baby. Maze Runners, Dude, baby. We, we thought, looking at everyone, it's like, Charles could be a Maze Runner. You could, Yeah, everyone in Maze Runner dresses exactly like Charles. But yeah. hey, before we get carried away. Let's not get carried away. Let's not get carried I hate away. it when we get carried away. Oh, the carrying away, how it's so bad. Everyone oh. hates it so much. It's usually because you carry me, and then you're never gentle. I like to think I cradle you much. Well, no, it's like with Harry, my cat. I'll, maybe right. when I pick him up, you it's a think... little rough. But then I'm holding him on his back, scrubbing his little tum tum. He's fine. I love it when you scrub my little tum tum. It's so small. Mm. Okay, so when will it end? It a podcast. You know that. Do we? So yeah. Every how, how long do we have? Every, every episode. Every episode. People, look. If it's your first time listening, because you're a maze head like us. Is that a spoiler? We're kind of maze heads right now. I think we're great. We're, I'm riding high on the this, maze. This is where we can not get carried away. I'm lost in the maze. We're maze heads. Anyway. I'm, I'm no galley. I like the maze. Let's explain the show. Oh, this is a show. Okay. So what we do is we, um, every, every, every whole episode, what we're going to do is listen to a, we're going to nope. watch, fuck, fuck, we watch a movie series. We watch the movie series. We tell you if it's good. We watch each one and maybe the, maybe the sequels get better. Maybe they get worse. And if it get bad, we ask, when will it end? Great. Oh my God. That's we should just, re- let's record that. Cut, we print. just did. Send it to the EPs to approve. We are the EPs. I approve. Co-EPs. Okay. Uh, here's, I approve Here's well. what I've been trying to tell you for years. The first recorded maze in history was the Egyptian oh, labyrinth. Oh, God. Herodotus, a Greek traveler and writer, visited the Egyptian labyrinth. I thought you told me you knew shit about mazes. In the 5th century BC. Reading, I said I have you're personal you're, experiences you're, with you're mazes. You're reading the maze wiki article. It's actually not the maze wiki. It's the unmuseum.org slash maze. That's pretty good. Keep reading. Okay. Take Herodotus, a Greek traveler and writer, visited the Egyptian labyrinth in the 5th century BC. There's a lot of stuff here. Okay, Herodotus liked it. He thought it was good. What are you doing uh, right now? <laughs> we're learning about mazes. Um, Wait, you don't know what a maze is? Okay, um, the Egyptians had had freaking palaces and temples in the in their in their labyrinths. Okay, I think this and, is a weird place to start, John. Well, no, here we go. Here we go. Pliny went on to say some of the palaces are Pliny. Sp- it's really Pliny. Yeah, it's Pliny. I'm a beer head and a maze head. Pliny the Elder is like the most popular beer from the West Coast. Well, this is an old Greek. Okay. Right, they Could need... be different. Okay. All right. Okay. Whatever. Pliny, Pliny. Who's to say? This is not Pliny cast. Greeks. We could do it. And beer heads. Okay. Um. Some of the palaces are made are so made that, that the opening of a door makes a terrifying sound as of thunder. Scream. Most of the buildings are in total darkness. Um. Yeah. Sounds like a maze to sounds me. Sounds like a maze. Sounds like a maze to me. All right. So we watched the Maze Runner. We watched the first Maze Runner in the Maze Runner trilogy. Right. And I think this is cool. So. Okay. 
We are starting on a new journey. There's yes. so many new things. We're excited. I'm very excited. So what we have is we have, I mentioned this. I don't want to say that because you mentioned things too. We both mentioned stuff. But this is the thing that I mentioned. This is the first movie that we've seen that's up until the very end, all children. Yes. Yeah. We watched Shrek, which is a children's movie. We watched Awesome Powers, which is a dumb boy movie. Uh, we watched Star Trek, which is an adult movie. But this is like, so we've done a lot of kids shit, but this is the first time where it's like kids shit. So this is the first. It is. Yeah. This is entirely a younger person dominated movie with very few exceptions. I think there's like maybe one adult speaking role in this movie. Yeah. And he's weird and ugly. She, the late, the doctor. Oh, but I was thinking, the, he, oh, you're right. At the very end. No, she's in the beginning too in, in the, in the dream sequence. Sure. 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 But I mean like at the very end, there's that guy that says, everything's going to change. Someday life's going to be like a rhapsody. Uh, so that's, that's number one. Okay. Number two. This is the first series based on... Well, actually, sorry. Number two. This is the first series that's a trilogy where there's like a beginning and an end that's already determined. Which is actually weirdly comforting. Right, Go, it's Going into it. Because we're all about exploring new worlds, but where we get a little scared is when we're like, oh, is the world going to keep going? Well, where, and, what are they going to do with this world? And as a point of comparison, I think like the reason this is kind of a nice feeling going into this one is that with Star Trek, for example, mm-hmm. and Austin Powers, for that matter, sure, those are some real big open doors. Oh, my God. And I think what we learned is that some of these series with no structure will spiral out. Or really hard. Like and, and with Austin Powers, that work to its credit, it spirals into insanity sure. after a dip. Shrek. But with, with Star Trek, we saw something start with something and then just, fizz, as you said, fizzle away. Yeah, we're like they just imploded on their old ideas. Here we have another. This is our series where it's set up. We have it. It's a trilogy. We know it's going to be a trilogy, even though they wrote fourth and fifth books. But they're prequels. So this is just like we know there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. We're going to get all three movies. This isn't like Star Wars, which I don't even know why I brought that up. Why did I bring that up? We don't need. I think you're saying this has we're entering something that has a little bit more structure to right. it than we're used to, which I think has us feeling a little giddy, right? Because let me tell you again, I love the maze. Sure, we're maze heads. We're maze heads now. I loved it so much. We I loved this movie. So is this this is, is this either point two B or point three? Okay, this is like the first series that's based on book. Yeah, we're like Star Trek had books in it uh yeah i guess but like digital books what is the point you're making they don't have books in fucking maze runner no all right i'm sorry I'm, what are you a, talking about this is, like, this is like an adaptation i know that star trek is an adaptation of like star shows well, i think what you're trying to say this is the first one-to-one adaptation of a book series as right. opposed to like something a little more flimsy like a tv series that ran 50 years ago right so I, i'm just letting you know that halfway through this movie i got a little hard okay i was just thinking about i was like wow i'm safe yeah. Even though these people aren't safe, there's grievers, they're boys, they don't know what to do with their testosterone that's blossoming. Yeah, Galley was full of beans. Oh, <laughs> oh Galley, you gotta testy chill out, Galley. Just testy beans. Yeah, but I, I think- was feeling secure in knowing that this is based on shit that's already been written. This is locked and loaded. Well, and also we were talking about, you said this, I believe, there's there no one else in the room. It had to have been you. This is a great opening movie in a series. Oh, yeah. Is, this had confidence. I think that's the word I want to go with here. They mm. they didn't second guess themselves. This is a movie that like 
look, I kind of picked this, or we picked this being like, oh, like the fucking. No, you can. You can, it's you the maze. I'll take credit. Take yeah, credit for like, it. I just thought it was funny. Like this kids in a maze. Like yeah, that's funny. Like, I watched it. You know, I grew up loving the you know the Cube movies, which we talked about watching this. There's a mm-hmm. lot of Cube vibes in this. Sure. Well, and maybe one. Well, they're people trapped in imprisonment and forced to participate in a weird maze-like activity. I think yeah. there's a few strong parallels. It's not nearly here. as Canadian. Pardon me. It's not as Canadian. You think that that's the defining trait of Cube is that it's Canadian? I've been to Canada. Yeah, I have too. It's not it, like Cube. No, I feel, but it feels a little like Cube. You I know, mean, it's like, cold. Everyone's dressed in jumpsuits. Yeah. If, if you've never been to Canada, that's a thing. Yeah. They wear jumpsuits all the fucking yeah, time. Yeah. If you see Canadians in the United States or they're in a jumpsuit. wherever you're from, no, they make them change at, uh, at the customs. At the border. Yeah. They're like, well, hold on to your jumpsuit. Yeah. Because everyone's jumpsuit's labeled. Uh-huh. I, That's why you'll see a lot of Canadians wearing like shirts backwards. Right. They don't know. Pants inside out. Your pants on top. They don't know what it like. Pants on top. They're used to jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen a Canadian with pants on top? Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Canadians, they're shit. They're, they're a shit people. Yeah, they, they claim to be better than us. Yeah, good luck. With their pretty boy we in office. We invented Maze Runner. Yeah. Okay. They just invented Justin. We should really check because if Maze Runner's Canadian, we're really up It's actually Australian, I think. Oh, really? Doesn't that make sense? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. I mean, Australia just seems like a horrible dystopian nightmare. Right. That's Every, like their real legacy, that's I it. think. What, Mad Max and what, you know? That's it. And Maze Runner. And Maze I'm Runner. Just gonna, that's it. I'm not even going to look it up because I hate being on my phone. Oh, God. Hey, you know what was good about this movie? There were those, those the millennials were finally off their fucking phones. Finally. And, and if we have to fucking trap them... And put them in the glade to fight grievers? <laughs> if, so that, gonna, if that's because I'm off Snapchat, then maybe we should do it. Sorry. I, I, I'm going to come out with a little... Uh, I don't want to gloat. Uh-oh. But I did a little homework. Oh, oh yes. This is actually maybe the most impressive thing I've ever known you to do. Right. Well, yeah. you were my TA. Right. That's insulting. You were not a distinguished student. Oh, come on. I you were better cool off video. the page. You were better off the... Oh, the video was good. I mean, that video that used Mogwai... Mog- Mogwai? Mogwai's yeah. post-rock yes. song. You were my post-rock student. With, I, I made like a mashup video with that song plus a song by the song. It was Stalin. hentai, right? And a lot of hentai? No, that was, how did you get that cop? I gave that just to... <laughs> What's her name? Bailed on the bit. Bailed on I the bit. Didn't bail. I was hoping she could coax the. Bit. I'm not bringing our wonderful teacher to this. We're relitigating a school project from. Uh, anyway, it was you, cool. It was the Stalin. I matched up with scenes from this sick movie. The singer of the Stalin, the legendary Japanese punk band, died recently. Oh. Rest in peace. An incredible band. A really great band. But yes, okay, you did a lot of prep for this episode. I did a lot of prep. Okay, luckily so... I have a lot of long train rides, and fuck, I so I honestly I fucked up because I read the book. You read the Maze Runner. I read the fucking Maze Runner, one. and I I really just it sucks because you were having a great time. Watching I, this movie called I was The Maze Runner. genuinely surprised and delighted by almost every plot turn in this movie. And what I get is this like smug satisfaction of like knowing more than you. I get to be one of those people like, oh, this is different than the book. You know, it was a real surprise to see uh, you be- behave like that. It was uh, really not book. something I've come to expect. Of but you. you know what? I wish I were just like a chuck. We we compared ourselves. Oh yeah, like there was one the piggy of the movie. We were talking ugly, about ugly, obviously unsexed creature called Chuck. Hold on, we don't know. Chuck had a little bit of swagger to him. We yeah. were talking. This is his, sort of like his fat butt. <laughs> oh my god, cut it out. 
Take five. Sorry. Take um, five? Wait. Yeah. What is... It's it's a Dave Brubeck song. Okay. Um, this there's a lot of Lord of the Flies parallels in this. It yeah. was sort of like a G-rated Lord they of the Flies. They said shit, man. This they did say that. Well, it's a PG thirteen movie. It's a PG thirteen movie. Can we get R in there. What the R word? No, no. You want to say that? What's the R word? I'm not going to say it. Oh, okay. In yeah. Boston, it's not a. It's not no, bad. In Boston, <laughs> it's basically like an article. But, yeah. Right. Or a no, term but of endearment. Chuck was uh, uh, Chuck was not full piggy. No glasses. No, nothing to get but smashed. But I think he played like the sort of like beloved little brother role, right? Which is why later revelations in the plot, which I guess we'll get to at a certain point. He I died. actually oh, he got shot. Yeah, yeah, he got fucked. He got full so anyway, shot. the book sucks hard, and I was actually excited to watch the movie because I knew that for this to be turned into a big movie thing, that I think it was. Relatively popular. Can you get me some numbers? I'm going to pull up those numbers while you right. while you ramble about the book. Yeah. So anyway, I, I feel like a very popular film series. Maybe not very. I don't know. Not very popular, but they get it all three. It's not like the Golden Compass where they got you know shut down after one. So anyway, I, I, it's just like they had to make some changes because the book sucks. It's fucking 400 pages. That's crazy. To yeah. Me. I'm I'm rounding. You know me. I'm a rounder. What you said 374 earlier. Yeah. It's it's over 350. I think it's actually 374 pages. And most of it is Thomas feeling like a smug piece of shit, knowing better than everyone else. And there's a lot of dumb bullshit. And I was like, they've got to make some changes. And it was really fun to see the ways that they streamlined this bloated book into a very palatable movie. Well, okay, so this made $350 million. That's Great. On a budget of what they say is around $34 million. This was a, a smash hit. It's a great investment. And, and this might, this is interesting. It came out, the, the box office mojo showdown they present is Ender's Game versus oh, Percy right. Jackson versus oh, the Maze Runner. Shit. Also, so when this came out in, uh, in, uh, in 2014, 14, yeah. it was sort of at that moment where, like, in a post Hunger Games world, they were like, dystopian teen sci fi, get it the fuck on the screen. Right. Which is why we got. The Ready Ender's Player Game one. movie, like decades after the fact, Ready yeah. Player One is a, sort of a different. Yeah, it's more just that's big, that's big a nostalgia trip shit. written yeah. for fucking assholes. Yeah, like a little older than us, but like you know, no, well, no, I'm so as young. old as me. You're so old. Yes, as old um, as me. You're just a Spielberg kid. You're just a fucking. You're just like a. What's that song? Tales as old as time. Beauty and the Beast. I'm the Beast. Okay, I'm am, old. I, am I Bell? Yes, you're Bell. Thank you. You're welcome. All you're right. Chuck and the Bell. How does that work? Chuck out? and the Bell? Chuck and the Bell. That sounds like an indie movie I'll never watch. Yeah. A, t- a teen in New York City and his alcoholic teacher. Finds a bell. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> no, I like, I like that. I like the bell. What does the bell do? We don't know. Is we it gotta magic? We got to see movie. Chuck and the Bell. Um you know, so this like emerged from like the the pack of post Hunger Games things. Yeah. Oh my and, god. Look, I have only seen the Hunger Games, the first movie, the Hunger Games, once a long time ago, and I did not like it. And the I've parallels seen the whole are series. That's dude. crazy. Isn't that crazy? We're is never going to do. Does Philip Seymour Hoffman make it worth it? Yeah. Uh, actually, there's some really great shit in it. Okay. The ending line is basically like two PS- PTSD war survivors trying to love each other. Wow. I think if it had been an adult movie, there would have been a hand job with a flaccid penis for like six minutes. So like the end of Mina, kind of. What's that? 
uh, in Munich at the end. Oh, uh, Munich. I never, I don't, wait, that's Spielberg, right? It's Spielberg, but it's, it's actually. You just call me a Spielberg kid. I You're a Spielberg kid. I he loves Spielberg. Spielberg so much. Stevie, Steve, Steve. Shut um, up. Shut up. Stop calling me Steve. Eric Bana. Shut up, Steve. Eric Bana does sex on his wife and he just think about all the killing he done. See, that's Spielberg's way. My way would be to show a 17 year old try to HJ another 17 year old and it's just like this. Yikes. Oh, oh, what's that? Sorry, do you hear? Oh, it's the cops coming for this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> it's legal in the Hunger Games, baby. I don't think that's true at all. It's a fictional world. Yep. But no, does, anyway. Does, does Philip Seymour Hoffman make it worth it? Yeah, he's good. Because watching this movies, I was like, oh man, Philip Seymour Hoffman's not in these movies. And that's I was kind of like, oh, that's a But bummer. who would he have been? The Chuck? He could have played Patricia Clarkson's character. That's true. And by the way, I'm kind of stoked. Take the only woman out of this movie? Well, no, Effie from Skins is in it. That's true, but she's a girl. She's younger, yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Okay, remember I was like, what's that kid from? Is that you the kid from About a Boy? Mm-hmm. Newt, yeah, by the he's way. he's the cutest boy. He's the cutest boy. How does he survive in the Glade? He's I'm like, boy, got such he perfect is. hair. I'm, I'm a must, little boy. <laughs> they must send a, what's that really popular shampoo? You don't know. You don't watch. Tresemme. Yes, Tresemme. Tresemme, Tresemme, what? ooh la la. Is that the jingle for Tresemme? I believe it. It was when I was a child. That's a jingle? Tresemme, Tresemme, ooh la la. That's good. That's pretty good, right? I, I hope that's it. And I hope the Tresemme jingle. He had beautiful on hair. Well, no, he was in uh, Love Actually. He's the little elfin child from Love Actually. No, he's cute. Yeah, I feel like, why do you think I like haircuts so much? Um, I mean, I think you're, you're a very aesthetic person. Do you think that makes a person? What do you think? Knowing me, what do you think? I mean, your hair looks bad right now. Really? I got a bad haircut recently. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I just It looks like you just washed it two days ago and have slept on it. That's exactly what happened. Okay. See, you notice that stuff. I like, maybe it's the life I live right now. Like, I we're in my office. Right. I spend an inordinate amount of time in my office by myself, reading working on things by myself. Dark materials. Reading extremely dark police reports from horrible crimes that no one should ever know about. Oh, I thought you were reading his dark materials. Oh, <laughs> yes. I, I alternate books. between boring atheist fantasy and descriptions of unimaginable crimes. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't feel very fun, camera actually. ready. I'm literally in radio. And then we right. come back here. It is, you know, it is one o'clock in the morning right now. Mm-hmm. And we are in this fucking office again. Yeah. So I would say my aesthetic presentation, despite like, the, look, the Gladers in, in Maze Runner. They look so good. They look so goddamn good. Their outfits are incredible. They're all they're all in good shape except for Chuck. I'm not shaming Chuck. Chuck is living his life. God bless you, Chuck. <laughs> he's he's the most beautiful of the Gladers, in my opinion. He does. He, he has a pearly sort of quality. Because here's the thing. I think as a liberal. Oh, boy. Am I a liberal? Anyway, I don't know. As a quasi-liberal. Sure. As a non-conservative. Let's okay. I feel like we all have idealistically socialist slash communist tendencies about government. But when it comes right down to it, I want to be a Chuck. I want to yeah. watch all the big boys with muscles cut down a tree while I fucking whittle my dead dad into a little piece of wood. Yeah. Like, yeah, I want to get fat and like not do shit and like pretend. Oh, I thought they gave him that. He made that? <laughs> he was cutting it up the oh, whole time. Oh, that's dumb. I know it's kind of cool. A whittling's cool. Whittling's cool. I told yeah. my friend he should be a whittler. Great fucking story. Wow. Shut up. Oh, your friend should be a whittler. Wow. Yeah, that is Stop funny. the presses. <laughs> you Has are he the seen presses. Maze Runner? No. That I don't give a fuck. Oh, my God. You're such a maze-head. I'm kind Calm of a, I'm being such a galley right Stop now. Frothing. This is your fault. You, know, you not, did this to wait, the Glade. Wait, you just said that you chose this. 
Oh, you're right. I guess this I'm, is your fault. You I'm did Thomas? this yourself. I'm Thomas. I'm Thomas. I'm Tommy. I'm Tommy. What, so, Dil- Dylan okay. O'Brien as Thomas? Yeah, Dylan O'Brien. You got I would say, we'll <laughs> save it for, for the third movie. Um, Dylan O'Brien playing it very protagonist in a teen series. Yeah. <laughs> like, definitely sub Radcliffe, but like in the Radcliffe oh, God, zone. Sub. He's the worst part of the movie, I think. But honestly, in this kind of movie... He's playing his role. We still don't know anything about him substantively beyond his participation in this weird program. Yeah. I, I look. Let me, let's just get right to it. I whoa, want, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are Go. you prepared to yeah, ask yeah. when will it end? I mean, no. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm prepared. I'm always prepared. I mean, that's a weird question. To? Are you going to? No, no, to? no. I'm always prepared, but no, I want more, man. Get me to those fucking Scorch trials. Scorch, Tony, you didn't scorch even say me. That. Fuck. Scorch me. I'm beeping this all out. We, scorch we're me. We're not allowed to say Scorch this episode. Why not? It's too good. Scorch, Scorch, Scorch. No, this scorch. is all getting beeped. Can, can I say that we were chanting during the movie <laughs> at multiple points? Maze, maze, okay, so maze, maze. This movie, I want to get into We it. are such maze heads. Beat by beat. It opens with the main character gasping in a cage as he's flooded with green and red and weird lights. White, mostly he, white lights. But the, the green and red suck out to me. Yeah, okay. He bursts up into this world, and then the pace doesn't stop. It right. moves, it moves, it moves. So I'm just going to quickly for just to show that I don't I don't want to have read this book for nothing, so I'm going to just pull a little bit I know. out. We have to redeem some of this experience Can I just, for you. I think this is good. This is good content. It's good, yes. Because here what we have. We have book. Right, book. We have movie. We've got movie. I'm using my hands to gesticulate. Book, movie. And book. we have podcast right now. That's three art forms in one. My God. I can't believe this is free. Here's the... It shouldn't it's be. It's so crazy it that it's free. Pay for this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how yet, but pay for this. Yeah. Um, we have bad, also bad book. Yeah. Pretty good movie. So what yeah. they do, I'm going to tell you. Okay. We're going to take a look behind the scenes. Hey, listeners, take a seat. Pull out a pen. Take notes. Sure. Go. All right. So what we have is a book that creates unnecessary. This is like a Dickens bullshit where he's like, kids like to show off to each other reading long books. Was that a thing when you were a kid? Like when you were like getting out of chapter books and getting into bigger books, you're like, look at this fat book I'm reading. You're still reading dumb little books. Or is that just me? Because I like to make fun of people. I think for you know people who are overeducated and are trying to prove something to probably mostly themselves, uh, yeah, I think that's a thing people do. Like it's a little sense of pride, me like moving out of the twenty-page book that's showing you how to read into the big book. And when you get a big book, you feel good. That's why people carry on the infinite chest. It's a big book. It's a big one. It sure is. Wow. <laughs> I, I I want to apologize. Opening this door for Charles was a huge mistake. I'm so sorry. I should not have read this book. I know. It, it, anyway, I, my point is, this is a bad book. Okay. And the, it felt like he was filling space. He had a, this is also a, like Da Vinci Code light. So basically, this is post Hunger Games, post Da Vinci Code. I think definitely post Da Vinci this is Code. Definitely post Da Vinci. I don't Code. remember when Hunger Games was actually written. This might have been pre. But anyway, it's like a shitty, like Red Wall esque, like oh, look, here's a bunch of characters trying to solve puzzles. And he sets up, how he tells us, like makes us interested is by having characters who know the answers to questions refusing to answer questions. He has jargon. Like you were commenting about the amount of jargon in the movie. There's like, Hundred Sl- times slicers, grippers, right. runners, like literal glaters. twenty pages devoted to yeah. explain to me what a slicer does. So this guy like loves to create worlds, all capitals. And what the movie figured out was, here's a world. Let's just get into it. 
there was this dumb puzzle that took up like a hundred pages of the book where what they did, Josh, pay attention. You're on your, I'm finding out answers. Um, the book came a year after Hunger Games. Okay. Hunger Games is 08. This is this is written in 09. Okay, so conceivably he could have come up with this bullshit before. Sure, sure, sure. But anyway, literally this is what happens to the book. Every day, there's eight sections just like in the movie. But here's what they do. is they Of send, the maze. Sorry, of the maze. Sorry, I always forget to elaborate. Yeah. There's a maze. Okay, they're in a glade, trapped in the middle of this massive. The glade's maze. in the middle. In the book, it's a it's a like a tic tac toe board. Oh, yeah, it's dumb already. That's not great. What happens is every day there's like a middle section that doesn't change, and then the other eight sections surrounding the middle section change every day. And what they do is they send out boys into each section where they like fucking memorize the shit there, and then they come back and they write it all down on a piece of paper. So, so, so that's the beginning. Is, okay. So, the, so the, here's the, right. I'm going to continue because this is insane. So what they do is the boys get crazy. One guy says they're going to the grievers are coming every night. and They're going to kill one boy a night just so we can have this story go on longer because otherwise they'd all die in one day. So they figure out that what happens every day is that every day if you overlap each section, like if you draw the picture and you put all eight pages on top of each other on like tracing paper. It makes a letter. Okay. That is wild, stupid. And then every day there's a new letter and that spells a new word. Okay, I hate hearing and there's, about this. No, okay, no, <laughs> gotta no. continue. No. So and Jesus. then every word is literally he gets stung. You know how he stings himself in the book? He jumps on a griever, it sings him, he remembers shit, and he's like, Oh, that hole that I found, we jump in the hole and we type in all of those words into a computer. That is terrible. And it shuts down the machines that are trying to kill us. That's real garbage. That went on for 200 pages. That's nuts. Isn't that so awful? What I'm hearing is that basically the movie is so sleek and trimmed down. Oh, my God. There's like one group of people who go out into the maze every day. When they go into the maze, we get basically one big real action sequence before the end finale. Right. They, they give us exactly what we need. Yeah. There's some sequence and there's some like puzzle to it. But like okay, one. Not really. That's it, why it works. No, but okay, what I'm saying yeah. is one, they don't answer anything substantive in this movie, which is sick. Yes. This is what I want in a fucking series. Right. Movie one, they figure out, they literally escape the first thing and they're like guess what fuckers now we gotta go scorch 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 this is this was like slick and and to the point it led us through this challenge i feel like that's what i'm excited about where i'm like because what you're describing just sounds like this miasma of like nightmarish logic that sucks right and this is like they're like okay there's the maze it changes every night there's a sequence and they're like, number seven special. They go to number seven. That's it. It's not that complicated, but not in a right. dumb way. It's no, still weird and it makes disturbing. Sense. They kill a machine that has a part in it, and they go follow the trail, and it works. They're like, That's oh, this good is for number storytelling. seven. That's Let's a- go see what's over there. This is literally what happens. They like, we found this thing. It's called The Cliff, because in this book, they just call everything The Capital whatever it is. The Glade, the Grievers, the Grievers. Because that's how kids talk. No, kids don't say the word Glade. No. Who? What? What child also, would say Griever? What, what I, does that fucking mean? What I love about this movie is in the book, they are like saying words like shock and like things that sound like fuck and shit. And they're like, if you left 13-year-old boys alone, they would be swearing and farting and shitting everywhere. That's right. All they would not be like do. politely They would be like, oh, cute. you shuck yeah. boy. And in here, it's like they go off and drink alcohol, like what a normal fucking 14-year-old would do, and they say shit, 
and, right. and like they swear. Well, also, I think what, what made this work really well is that I felt like the conflict that generated between the young people Despite them being like sort of, you know, a lot more mature, I would say, than yeah, I, I mean, certainly would Well, I think the oldest of them is like 16. Yeah, so I, I they're get it. like high schoolers. But like the the conflict that, that comes up feels interesting and generated yeah. from like actual conditions. Like the galley. Like galley's not like Thomas. a monster. Galley no. galley's like, we're safe here. You're making us unsafe. It's not like what he's saying is insane. Do you know what Mr. James Dashner refers to galley as more often than his name galley? What? The bully. Holy shit, that sucks. Yeah, he's like, the bully's coming over. The bully. It's like, they like make him out to be this bad guy, and then he he's like tries to kill Thomas. It's like, it's such insane bullshit. Here it's just like, I feel at home here. I'm scared to leave. And then Thomas is like, yeah, it's scary out there, but we got to go. And it's like, it's understandable that six kids would want to stay behind. Because it's scary out there in the maze. Well, also... Other than the Grievers, and I have a question about the Grievers for you, by the way. Please. About I'm, the Scorch trial. I want to talk about this. Yeah. Please um, stop saying Scorch. Scorch. Um, please. Or I'm beeping them all up because I'm editor. Please don't do that. I'm As EP, I override Co- that. Really? I do. I veto that. Really? Well, I get two votes. I'm producer and, and EP. So yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm an EP and the editor. I also get right, two votes. Right, but the editor is like on our tree, on our on the, the, the hierarchical tree. Editor is not above producer. You haven't done anything. Yeah, I do. I'm doing it right now. What are you doing? You even, I'm recording us. I'm making it sound so good in the ones and twos. Back, your back is to the machine that you set it and you, you know set, how this stuff works. You know what I've heard? You set it and forget it. Yeah, that's what smart people do. Yeah, that's right. what smart. I'm a fucking professional. You're a dumb fucking. Tree. You're a fucking waiter. Hey, you. Oh God. Sorry, serving professional. I'm so yeah, sorry. Thank I'm you. sorry. Call me serving this. Call me a servant, please. Servant. You're a servant, servant boy. for a living. You serve people. If you were to tell me as a customer to get on my hands and knees and beg for my two dollars, yeah, I'd do it. Please tip me, please. please I brought you all mouth. the meat and beer. Rub it on my eyes. Spit on me. That was good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I almost spat on you. It was just um, an instinct. Well, the, I just nuked my own thing. I was talking about the Scorch Trials before that, the Grievers. You were you were going to ask me a question about the Grievers. Well, I have a question for later on about the Grievers. But you were you were just you're basically saying like I was talking about like just it makes sense. It's right. sleek. It's tiny. The things happen in an order that makes sense. It's not belabored. Oh, here's what I was going to say. Great. We don't really know who or what the bad guy is, which right. makes this a great beginning to a trilogy. We get the impression from the fake out death of Patricia Clarkson, the sort of, you know, the, the, sci- the, the white clad scientist overlooking it all. She seems sinister. We don't really know well, why. She, she is sinister because right. she pretends to shoot herself. That's true. And I love that. And then that. she's obviously not dead at the end. So something's afoot. Something's afoot. By the way, I, I lost my mind at this watching this. When they escape the maze and enter a great long industrial mm. corridor full of flick, lights. Flick, 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 score, score. And then they go open a door and it is straight up Black Mesa Half-Life after mm-hmm. the Resonance Cascade. Yeah. Dead scientists everywhere. Experiments cast aside in the midst of chaos. I was like, this fucking slaps. I was just like, we're so deep in this movie and nothing is fucked up so far. You know what America needs? What at? More dead scientists. Honestly, look, the scientists tell us all this bad stuff. And yeah, I'm just they're like, not even... Hey, guess what? What are they doing? Stop asking them questions. They use language I don't understand. Yeah. They're the new priests. We're a couple guys off the street corner. Yeah. We're a couple guys at the corner bar talking about the game. We're drinking beers. Drinking beers. Talking about hockey. I'm actually on unclear liquors right I know, now. and I'm, I'm back on beer. Beers. Yeah, I'm you're, sorry. you're back on the sauce. That's kind of an announcement. I'm back on the sauce. Charles is back on the sauce. Um, Charles comes to my house and goes, 
And I'm back on the sauce. That's not what I said. You did say that. I know, but not initially. I didn't like then burst you were like, your door. I have beer. <laughs> okay. Okay. You sound like I'm a raging alcoholic. You came to the house and said, I'm a mild said, alcoholic. Daddy's got a little thirst. <laughs> and then you gave me some clear liquid. I sure did. It was water. Yeah. But water. when I only got water, I was like, Josh, I'm back on the sauce. I'm back on the sauce. Well, I wanted to respect theoretically. You were like, wine would be good. I'm back on the sauce. Water is good. Water is good. It's been nice to be off the sauce. Yeah, off the sauce. Because now what I do is I mostly drink seltzer water again. Do we ever see people drink water in in uh, yeah? Maze so there's the scene. No, they don't drink it. But the boy, he sees the water in the woods when the guy gets stung and yells at him. And that stung boy. Wait, hold on a second. They, what was with all the dead shit in the woods? Did they ever talk about that? The fertilizer <laughs> zone? Is that just dead boys that they fertilize? Into? So for me. <laughs> Wait, what, that was really weird. I mean, so here's it. I think it was a weird thing to include. Because for me, I understood it. As a booksman. Should I tell you? Please. I want to know. I mean, maybe you should just read the book like I did. I sincerely doubt that will happen. Yeah. Um, basically, he goes out of his way to like spend a bunch of time telling us like, this is like i forget what it's called it's like there's the basically they come with dumb words for everything so there's you like, hate james dashner i so hate much. him if i met james dashner You'd suck him right in the tit right in the tit boop <laughs> it would be a little bigger than a boop boop yeah deeper than a boop bigger boop. than a boop that's it great okay um he the like woods there's basically a cemetery a farm their house and one more thing, I forget who gives a shit. And he's like, the dead, the dead bog, and like the the home. Like he comes with all these dumb. Like kids would not do this. Anyway, that was their cemetery where all the boys that died get buried. Okay, but I thought they mostly die in the maze. Right. So I I honestly they should have got rid of it because they very cleanly got rid of that when they said no one's ever seen a griever and survived. I was like, but wait. In the book, they do. And then I was like, but wait, in the book, it sucks. Like, can you imagine? This is the rule in the book or in the movie. Grievers only come out at night. You know, we love rules. I love rules. Wait, then how did that guy get stung during that's the day? That's a great rule. Uh-huh. So then that's why they're like, wait, why did this guy get stung in the day? They don't answer it. They don't really go into it much. It was just like a plot point they needed to progress the story. Yeah. But basically, you have a rule. It's safe in the glade at night. Because outside in the maze, there's grievers out there. In the book, it's like, it's worse at night, but some, it's not great during the day. sometimes yeah. they come out in the day. Yikes. It's like, well, wait, why don't they come into the glade during the day? Why is it safe? It's like, it just Well, there's, there's that great questions. line from Newt. They come out at night, mostly. Mostly? Yeah. Yeah. So they sort of just like got rid of a lot of extra shit. But it Which seems like greatly to the benefit of the story. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. Okay, so here's time for my, my big question. You ready? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, here is a grave concern I have about Scorch Trials. Grieve concern. I'm happy you said that. <laughs> Are there going to be grievers in the Scorch Trials? I don't think so. I I'm, mean... I, I kind of like the grievers. Can, I really like the grievers. Can I admit something? Okay. I didn't read the Scorch Trials. No, that's probably for the best. Yeah, it was too hard to read The Maze Runner. Well, I mean, I did so much work learning about freaking mazes for this episode. You did no work. I'm kind of tired already just talking about What was your maze it. experience? Oh, um, I loved mazes growing up. That's it? I loved doing mazes. Can you please elaborate? You told me, um, you, well, you there told was, me you'd bring something to this episode. There was spooky mazes. Did you used to have those coloring mazes? books? We had a shit ton of maze books. We can go back to my house and look at maze books. Oh, my God. Let's just stop. 
Okay, we're back. All we right. just did all the mazes. They were spooky mazes. During the supposed shut up, time. Shut up. Shut up. You can't do. Shut up. You look. I look like a freaking griever right now. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, I did want to talk about the grievers. Okay. Here's how they're described. Everything in this. That's why I was so excited for these movies. Because like, there's no way they could make a successful movie franchise out of this book. Because this is how a griever is described. Imagine, perhaps, a meatloaf. <laughs> That has randomly attached gears. The meatloaf is big, perhaps the size of, hmm, I don't know, a car. Okay. So similar size in the movie. But that's, they kept that. But basically, it's a large, flabby, fat thing that has machinery visible. It trundles along, and then every so often, it will sprout big, sticky, pointy things that if you happen to be standing near it, will sting you. It moves sort of fast sometimes, but mostly it trundles along, sticks out shit, retracts, trundles along. That sucks. Yeah, and then also to kill it, you stand still, it's trundling fast at you, but there's singularly a little hole behind you, and you jump out of the way and it falls in the hole. You fucking, you, you uh, Wiley Coyote it, basically? Yeah, oh, exactly. That sucks. Yeah. So here they they have like spider machines. Yeah, in the in the movie they have these crazy like bionic spider monsters with like screaming jaws and huge pincers. It's fucking sick. Yeah, it's like scorpion spider worm tooths. They're great. Like something that you did not like about uh, what the the Jim from the Office silent movie. The Quiet Place. Oh, yeah. You th- you didn't like the aliens not at all, right? I didn't like anything about that movie. I know, but you, you thought they were kind of characterless, as I recall. Yeah, they were... I mean, yeah, the whole thing was bad. Okay, fair enough. I would say I was impressed for, like, sort of a generic sci-fi monster. These were great. Yeah. And they didn't fucking... They, they weren't like, we made the Grievous to test you in this manner. And, and it's like, no, they're just fucked up, shitty, it's horrible things that kill kids. Crazy shit that it's will sick. kill your kids. Yeah, I love it. And I love one of the lines at the end was like, we didn't expect for so many to survive. It's like, so good. What, is, what do you think that means? Because I sort of know what that means. What do you think it means? Okay, so here's what, here, just just for the listener at home. Yeah. Actually, can you just do like a one-minute plot summary? I just would okay, love Because so, I've read the book. I know everything. A boy wakes up in a cage. It's hurtling towards a bright light. He wakes up in a glade in the middle of a massive maze where there's a society of teenage boys who are trying to avoid massive monsters at night while during the day running around a massive maze, trying to find a way out of this massive maze. That's so. That's the premise. There's a lot more that happens in the story. Things come, things go, people What's die. What about the this end? Happens. What about the end? What do you think? Okay, so what so do you get out of the end? In flashbacks in the characters, and a, a lot of this is driven by Effie from Skins showing up with a couple of injectos that, re- that allow the kids mm. to remember things from their past. It's clear that they're part of some sort of experiment or project. Effie from Skins and Thomas, a.k.a. Dylan O'Brien, a future car accident victim at the time of the movie being made. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it later. Um, and all my sympathies, Dylan. I've been there. It's horrible. Uh, you too. And basically, they remember like Patricia Clarkson, the white clad sort of like wicked is good. Mm. And so we're like, okay, they're part of some sort of experiment. And then she fakes them out when they get to everyone, all the dead scientists at the end of the maze. You're like, oh, she dead. She killed herself. These people are trying to suppress their investigation. They're trying to save the world because it's a fl- there's there's both a zombie disease that turns the kids into ho- the horrible blue zombies we see. We've even fucking talked about that, by the way. This movie's a mixture of Lost, Twenty Eight Days yep, Later. Yep. 
Signs. Hunger Games. <laughs> Hunger Games. It's sick as Harry fuck. Harry Potter. For like a generic teen dystopian, this was killer. Yeah. And it was just, she fakes out her death. So we're like, okay. It's, and then the end of the movie, see her at like a, a conference table being like, many survived, but they shan't survive the Scorch Trials. <laughs> Scorched. Uh, I Yeah, that was a great summary. I think it was actually a shit summary. We left out maybe two thirds of the movie. No, but that was like, I, I mean, I was just curious because I knew everything that was going to happen and I was like just sort of looking for the ways they changed it. You're a fresh glader, basically. You're a greenie. I'm a greenie. I'm a green bean. You know what I liked? What else? Tiny change. You come in knowing your name and then they call this boy greenie even though he has a name. And like literally a big part of the conflict is him going around saying, stop calling me greenie. My name's Thomas. And that here it's like sucks. they don't call him Greeny basically after he remembers his name. It's like that's such a cool way to like include that little tiny thing that would get fans of the books jack in, like words that they recognize that other people don't know. I love that. So we, I want to talk feel to so you big. about Jackin. Do you think that they're all Jackin? Of course. They got to be Jackin. To I mean, get through all that? Oh my God. I'd be Jackin like eight times a day if I was trapped in, in, in a maze. Why do you think there's no girls? Like, so I know. That was great. I was like, another thing they completely never addressed in this so movie. So I know, again, I know a little more than you because I read the book. This is good. I'm glad I read the book. It's nice to tell you that. Because the superiority is like, that it's is the, the reward. So my heart Look, if you, feels big. If you're listening, you've never read a book. When you read a book, you get to tell people. I'm reading this book right now. And I've read it. And when you're done, you're like, I just read this book. Oh, my God. And oh everyone's like, God. holy shit. Present tense. Fuser tense. Fuser tense. tense. Frost. I, gotta, I haven't read the tense book yet. But, okay. Um. Anyway. Well, I say so I know a little bit about what's going on. Why do you? So, like, I don't even know the answer to this question. Why do you think? So, like, they're testing children. I'm going to just talk as though I've read the book. And now you're just going to have to accept what I say. Because I don't want to keep saying, like... What are my options here? Well, I don't know. I just, like, I feel like I'm weird. I'm in a weird place where, like, I my know office? more than you. Yeah. I mean, definitely your It office. is kind of weird. <laughs> this, there'll be pictures. Uh, I, like, I know more than you, so I don't want to give it away for the second one. Because, like, even though it does end, it's not like the, uh, the Lord of the Rings where Peter Jackson got a little playful with what to include and what not. Fucker. Yeah, Pete. Pete. And famously, everyone fucking hated those movies as a result of his, his tomfoolery. Pete, stick to Tolkien's image. Stick to the script, Pete. When Shalob, it's me, the ghost of J.R.R. Tolkien. Shalob shows up. Don't get rid of Shalob. We should have seen the Tolkien movie with Nick Holt. Yeah. Apparently, there's a part where he's like, a hobbit. Mm. <laughs> or he's like, what? A fellowship <laughs> of the ring? Or that <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's the best part of all those movies. I, I love any biopic that has a... Eureka moment. That also, shit rules. there's the scene. So here's, oh my god, I can't. This whole episode can't. This is the last one. I promise. Thank you. Last one, but on behalf of me and the listeners, storytelling one hundred and one. In the book, you have Thomas thinking thoughts for dozens of pages, being like, literally over and over again. It was constant for the first hundred pages. Like, I feel like I want to be a maze runner. I want to be a runner. Something about being a runner feels right. Here, he comes out of his little hole. And sprints and visual storytelling works because we're like, that boy's a runner. Right. So basically, the, the thing that galvanizes him from being just a, a, a useless old greenie to being a one of the brave runners who goes out through the maze, the the sort of head of the the commune, Albie, is being dragged back by Minho. Minho? 
Min, Minho. Minho, uh, the sort of chief runner. And, and there's this Keeper. great... Keeper. Keeper of the runners. Holy, I'm sorry. I apologize to you. I apologize capital to James Capital K, capital R. E. No, just... Oh, just oh, like Keeper. Keeper of the keeper runners. of the runner, R-N. First R, R. Yes. Not, not last right. R. Anyways, and there's this great stuff. The, the massive walls of the maze are closing. He's like... Suck my dick, maze, and charges in, and then the, the, it's their first time in the maze. Finally, it's like half. Oh my god, you were just going on and on, like, when are we going to see this maze? That's the thing. Okay, the, this movie is so well plotted and paced. That yes. Sometimes these things get so bogged down in the beginning where we're like, get to the fucking thing, right? And this is like when we get to the maze, the anticipation's built up so nicely, and we see a griever. He fucking fights and finds a way to kill it. He survives a night in the maze after old Chuck says, "No one survives night right, in the maze." Old Chuck. <laughs> so good and then this movie I thought oh my okay, god I want to say more about the book That's don't no the, we're the done scene where he the saves book is closed is so bad I'm sure Look, this one like two boys hoisting a man by a vine makes sense in the book right. it's a clever fix in the book he like carries a bigger boy on his back and like climbs the vines and then like ties him up and is like, I hope he doesn't lose circulation in his arms. <laughs> okay, like, that's just bad. We're done. The book sucks. We get it. I'm Fucking so move sorry. on. Okay. I'm scarred. Okay, so the movie like makes all these like rules and it's awesome because they break all of the rules. Right. They do it so wonderfully. So one, we're like. It's like in John Wick when we know over and over again you can't kill anyone on the grounds of the Continental. They had in John Wick 2 when he kills that guy. It's like. That's a fucking break of the rules that... And is, now he's excommunicado. It's so big. Ian McShane had to fucking excommunicado him. The excommunicado. That didn't sound like... It. That was McShane. terrible. I'm just saying, like... But that was yeah, a okay, big right, rule yes. break. So when In you break a, a rule... Yeah. You're like, you can't go out at night. You can't go out at night. Right. He goes out at night. It's great. Okay, then also, I thought... Are this you was, they're picking up my snaps? Yeah, I think we're getting, getting it. We're getting it. Got it. Yep. Okay, so... um. Minho takes him back to like the super fucking cool like the the runners hangout zone. He's like, right. check this shit out. And unve- this is brilliant. Unveils a massive like homemade DIY map of the maze. Right, which, which doesn't so really make cool. sense, but it's very cool. It doesn't need to make it's sense. It's so much better than dumb. Yeah, paper okay. The book sucks. We fucking sorry. get it. Shut the fuck up. I'm comparing about the book. I'm no one else read it. Uh, no one will ever read it. If you've read the yeah, book, chime in. Email please. Email me. Yeah, wwiepodcast at gmail.com. You can even use Nefarious Bumschmuck at gmail.com. No one does it. You're such a fucking shithead. Explained it. Shut up. If you listen, just listen to episode one. We okay, talked about so, it. So Minho says, like, we actually fucking, we've actually charted the whole maze. Even though it moves at night, I didn't really get it. No, no, he's saying this, the sequence changes, but they basically, but basically know the basic yeah. structure. Mm-hmm. And that's great. So he's like, he's like, oh, we're just fucked. We're like not telling them that we know that there's so no good. way out. So good. So the stakes get higher and higher. It's so good. He's like being we with Thomas. We get deeper invested into this world because at the beginning you just know nothing, mm-hmm. and then and again there's very little explanation for this. When they finally make it to the gate, they know they're going to leave through. Everything goes fucking shit ass crazy. First off, the gates don't close at night. Everyone's like, no, 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 grievers. Then the other three gates to the glade open up for the first time. It is so sick. And you're like, this is fucked up. And the fact that I was this invested in this fucking I love movie. This. I loved Maze Runner, man. Yeah, I don't know. it's super fun. It's like better than Hunger Games, better than Harry Potter. Better than Cube in the sense, well, I don't know. Cube Not is really Cube good. One. Cube One is like Cube One is a masterpiece. on acid and steroids well the cheese grater the 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 cheese wire opening of cube where the guy is cubed is like 
No, this wow. yeah, no cube is like, but it's very similar. It's like it's kids cube. You're thrown. Yeah, this is kids cube. Kids cube. Yeah, I agree. This is kids cube with kids. No cube. Well, let me ask you this. There's actually not a ton of maze running in the maze runner. But that's why I'm going to do one more, man. Okay, fine. One All more. Right. Can you imagine, please, Dashner paints a pretty picture. <laughs> All right. So this boy who wants to be a runner, he finally gets his dream. He becomes a runner. You know what running entails? Literally running like a marathon. He, he even uses that term. He's like, I ran a marathon today. Like running 20 plus miles a day. Cutting vines so you know where you went so you can go back home. So they really dig into the maze running. Can you imagine that as the movie? Like, I was like, how are they going to turn this into a movie? And you know what they did? They showed one scene of them out in the maze. And and it was sick. Fucking exciting. He runs around. He fights the thing. He jumps off the vines. Right. There was was multiple levels. I love that. That was sick. There was like ground level, but then he makes it up to the top and it's like a mid level. Yeah. What a maze. What a maze. Here's like literally boys running. What a maze. Eight minute miles, yeah, like cutting the wall. It's like, oh my fucking god! And Minho's running, wearing like a denim button down or something. I, yeah, he, he's the only one that gets a collar. I noticed that. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about the the gear. Okay, the little runner, the the runner men vest thing. Yes, I loved it. Me too. I was little hoping, leather vest thing. Maybe some of the older boys would just like wear a the, harness. Wear the vest. Yeah, just wear the vest. Just the vest. Take that shirt off. Hey, Albie. They had big just muscles. Yeah. I don't think anyone was that jacked. Uh, Bandersnatch. Are you fucking kidding me? Galley. Uh, Those are like the most jacked. They could beat me up. Yeah, they're middle they're schoolers. Maze could beat me up. Yeah, I know. They're not middle schoolers. Some of them are. Chuck's a little middle. Chuck's a middle schooler. Actually, no, maybe they're all high schoolers. He gave me a ninth grade. How old were you when you were ninth grade? I was like, I don't know. I'm well. Actually, I was. I'm born. I'm, I'm a Gemini. Mm-hmm. Born in I the know. spring. I'm sure all our listeners know. Hello, hello, hello. You, um, so you I just guess, got birthday cake tonight. I well, I got birthday. Sh- uh, well, sort of day. Well, this is. A belated birthday. Know, I'm thing. sorry, we just dated. Strawberry shortcake. My mom makes the best strawberry shortcake in the world. She was so hard on herself. She holds herself to a high standard. So, do, what do you think? Do you think that's so that she will beg encouragement out of you because you don't give it to her on your own? No, the thing is, like with with any baker, you know, Wait, with, you're calling your mom a baker. She's a baker. She's she's an incredible pie craft woman. Really? Oh, she's amazing. Best pies I've ever had in my life, bar none. Oh my god. And they are vegan because she uses vegetable shortening. Wow. Yeah. No, I so have like, one of these pies. She knows what her heights are, and we do too. This was not the the single best strawberry shortcake she's ever made. Okay. But for her, her batting below her average is still What's crazy her average? good. Is she a Ted Williams? 400? Oh, she's like 800 Ted Williams. Wait. Taste she's together, and they're all batting is, at the same pitch. She's batting an 800, or she is 800 Ted Williams? She's the Mike Trout says. and or Cody Ballinger of baking. I don't understand these references. I know. It's contemporary baseball. Yeah, I'm stuck yeah. in the 50s, 40s. It's a long time ago. Yeah. That's when baseball was <laughs> good. That was the good old days. Yeah. Mostly segregated. Yeah. Not on TV. You stuck to your team and that's all you got. They were like all like hooked on ether or whatever. <laughs> Those drugs, man. Those were cool back then. Were they so cool? Like, you, you just like sucked vapors out of a pot like Curious George did. Yeah, that was fucked up. When Curious George Huff's shit. <laughs> what a horrible message to send kids. No, like you can go was, on a magical adventure. It's not the message. It was he got into trouble because he huffed ether. I don't think it was ether. It was, dude. Oh, you're right. He puts the thing he over his face, just like Frank Booth yeah. in uh, in uh, Blue Velvet. Uh huh. And he goes, "Daddy wants to fuck." <laughs> Direct quote from Curious George and the ether pot. 
<laughs> Why was that man writing those books? He was a crazy. He stole guy. a monkey from the Amazon and made him take drugs. Okay, so speaking of monkey from the Amazon taking drugs, we got to start forecasting the rest of the series. Okay, okay so this is I, great because I'm no longer going to be talking about books. Great, there's no fucking possible way I'm reading. I think this was this was a bad experiment. We'll never do it again. It was, but I think it points to things. What makes I'm this glad? Yeah. I'm glad I did it because no, I, I think it this points being, to yeah. as we said earlier. There's things it's based on, and it's cool that this is like we've had so many series where it's like. We're setting up a world, which I like. I like that. I like Shrek, Powers, Star Trek. So far, they've all been, here's worlds. Some of them you know. Some of them are brand new. Actually, that's not true. Shrek is a book adaptation. It is an adaptation, yeah. Fuck, I lied. You did lie. But basically, like Shrek, you sort of know the world because it's fairy tales, but ooh, it's new. Star Trek, you sort of know the world because it's it's TV show and movies, but they're going to change it. Powers, brand new. These are all like, the first movie was all about exploration and discovery and creation. This is... We the person they know what's going to happen, and we're finding out. Right. Yeah, they make the world, but they also it's not like we're done with that world. This isn't a sandbox. Yeah, that's that's they, amazing. They fly away and look at the maze. That's it. Bye maze. Isn't that amazing? Fucking loved it. Like my anticipation is now quite high for the scorch trials. Not because of the name. Scorch trials. Scorched. You got scorched. Do you think kid. every time someone gets scorched, a little voice goes scorched? Well, remember in Cube Three in Cube Zero. Never seen it. It opens. It is an amazing opening. We'll probably do this someday. But I I'll, hope so. I'll ruin it now. I believe someone successfully finishes the cube, and he's standing in like a black void at the top of the cube, and a voice goes, do you believe in God? And he like looks around and goes, no, how could I? And then someone with a glove hits a button, and he just, he's immolated in a blast of flame. Whoa. It is not an amazing. So wait, was that a scorch trial? <laughs> that might be a scorch trial. Oh, my God. Maybe do you think all, all these about, kids one by one? Do you believe in God? Now. They're all lapsed Catholics. That's the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like that they all sort of, some of them talked in Boston accents. It made it really comforting, too. Well, you have multiple British actors doing American accents, and they're all like the, we've got to go now. And then the main character who was born in New York. And sounds like he's British doing an American accent. Sounds like he's British doing a Boston yeah, Like, I saw a split recently, and James McAvoy, for some reason, only did, like, Brooklyn and Boston accents. Yikes. Yeah, I was like... Uh, I'm not going to... I think Chris Evans handles the whole Brooklyn accent through Cap in the Marvel series quite well. Right. He does it in a way that doesn't sound like it, but it's like, you know, he's influenced by old New York. Yeah. New York. New York, New York, what a hell of a town. The Bronx is up and the battery's down. The people riding a hole in the ground. New York, New York. That's really exciting. I learned a lot. It's a hell of a town. I learned a lot. It sounds like a hell of a town. Yeah. They really go in a hole? They go in a hole in the ground. Okay, so... I genuinely don't know what's going to happen in Scorch Trials. Like, I have zero idea. And now I'm excited. I'm really excited. So not only am I not asking when will it end, I'm glad this part ended so I can get into some new territory. Right. I'm excited for the desert. Okay, so yeah, that's the thing. They leave the compound with maybe friendly, helpful people who suggest that they're on their side. They look less official and more like a ragtag sort of like militia or guerrilla group. So that's a little bit explained in the book. Basically, it's like there's now two factions. Eh, let me let me learn in the next one. Okay, I don't want to. I I, I want to go to this fresh because I came in fresh on on the Maze Runner. You're so fresh, and baby. I'm still running that maze in my head right now. I know that we gotta. Can we go back to that for one second? Okay. The fact that they just get rid of the maze, brilliant. Isn't that so cool? It's great. Like it felt so dumb in the book. Like this felt so cool. It's like maze, 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 maze. 
And then suddenly, like, literally 20 minutes. Wait, what? No maze? Hold on. Let me just check something. The Maze Runner 3, back to the maze? Oh, no. No. The maze is over. Why? So where, here's a question. Here's an you. answer for you. All right. Give it to me. So The Maze Runner, movie one. Movie two, just Maze Runner. Oh, really? I, oh, you're right. I was looking at the box office. They did that. Well, the only reason why I know because I pirated, I ripped them, and then I, like, I put them on my computer, and it alphabetized them for me, and it went... Maze Runner 3, Maze Runner 2, The Maze Runner. That's so funny. So because it's Maze Runner Death Cure, Maze Runner The Scorch Trial, so D before S. You know how the alphabet works? I'm pretty confident I do. Yeah, yeah. I got a good grasp on it. Can you look it up? I I know most of it. I'll just figure it as we go Okay. Anyway, so yeah, there's like The Maze Runner. It reminded me of uh, Children of Men. The book's called The Children of Men. I still can't figure out what the difference is. That's a great question. Like articles can like they, they do have a big impact Why on the phrase. Why do you think they did that? I think in the second and third, it's just clear that you you have to drop something because it's a it, they're, they're getting long. Well, I think maybe also it, the Maze Runner, the Scorch Trials, or you know, it's like right. It gets too much, dumb. Too but also much. maybe hopefully Thomas becomes like Thomas. Maybe it's just the book sort of infiltrating my thoughts of the movie, but he is the most boring part of the movie. Is that? Correct. Yeah, I would you? say him and Effie from Skins need a lot of fleshing out. We know they're involved in this, but like that. But to me, they represent potential. Right, but I think what we've noticed here is maybe we're just watching bad series. But Shrek, Powers, Star Trek, except for maybe Star Trek, our, our main boys in like Powers and Shrek are the worst part. They lead us. They're like us. We're like, what is this world? They're helping us discover the world, and everything around us is much more exciting. Okay, this is actually, I think you're making an excellent point in our ongoing study of series and yeah, franchises. I know. That's what I'm saying. It, baby. Do we need a blank slate right. hero, or at least a hero who possesses some degree of naivete to get us somewhere? Like, is that is that a crucial element of this? I don't think, I mean, I think that's one way where, like, Star Trek, you have a very charismatic leading man. And he's very confident and he carries though. He is the world. I think that's what Abrams liked. Like this was his world. He put it. So that's, yeah, it's interesting. It's like, on the one hand, you have a character that becomes a way to showcase the world. And something like Star Trek, you have a world that allows us to become closer to a character. Huh. That's beautifully put. Thank you. And now we follow Thomas into the desert. Right. So we're in a new world. Yeah. New Thomas or to get the same old. What's going on? Governor? Oh, wait, no, sorry. It's more like, <clears throat> Boston accent. You keep saying, I don't think it was that Boston-y, honestly. It was. It was we're in the fucking fuck. desert. What the fuck? fuck? It was fucking and the desert. fucking maze is fucking we, crazy. We went to a fucking Dude. maze just to get a fucking desert. Dude. To get me some fucking Duncan over here and we can go. Is the Boston part of our show your favorite part of the podcast? Email us, www.ie Boston. Boston. <laughs> Call our Boston office. We've got a we've got a PO <laughs> box in Boston. Yeah, it's yours. <laughs> Fuck. It's uh one eight hundred Maze Runner. <laughs> How do you get that? I use the credit card, the corporate card. We don't have a corporate card. Oh shit! That's what yours. did I do? No, That's, no, 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 no. Going further I can't debt. afford the no. You hey, can. my debt is the lowest it's been in many years. Clap, clap, clap. I'm getting out of debt hell. That's great. Thank y'all. You were in debt hell. It got bad. 
Which do you think is worse, Death Hell or the Maze? Oh, boy. Well, in a way, aren't we all just subjects of capital trapped mm-hmm. in this massive maze? That's and a- the maze is industry and crony capitalism mm-hmm. and, you mm-hmm. know, Obama probably mm-hmm. and the banks mm-hmm. and the globalists of course. and the Jews. Anyways, our next episode, we're probably going to do the Scorch Trials. It's going to be so great. Um, oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Oh, what's that? It was Die Hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Guys, I'm so sorry. We've, we're, we we're had to postpone very... Die Hard. It's going to be the next series for sure. Uh, I'm sorry about the, the change in pace. I mean, we think so. It's it's. We're just having a hard... Like, we were very excited about this maze. And well, okay, what happened I mean, was, Die Hard is sort of a maze movie. What happened was we were we were reaching... We both... This is a very silly... I'm so sorry. We were such silly boys. We were both reaching for the Die Hard Blu-ray at the same time. What... And it knocked over the whole shelf of Blu-rays. And so we're trying to get the Blu-rays all together. And I'm like, Charles, what's this Maze Runner business? Yeah. You seen this Maze Runner thing? And I was like, where'd that come from? I've never purchased this. It was a, it was the, it was like the Immaculate Conception. But a, a DVD, a Blu-ray. 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 Um, everyone's fucking uncle now. I fucking hate it. Wait, what? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I've like never touched a Blu-ray. I've like never used a Blu-ray you, player. You still haven't touched either. I gave I know, you a Blu-ray know, player. Yeah. <laughs> You still haven't touched it. Uh, what do you think if they had a Blu-ray in there? They'd ever try the maze out? <laughs> <laughs> I like that this is your like, this is just like the only way to get kids off their phones is to kill. Put like, them in a maze. Put, <laughs> Let the grievers <laughs> fucking sort them out. <laughs> You're going to be such a good papa. Yeah, you better believe it. Yeah. Okay. We maze ran. Next up, we're going to scorch trial. When will it end? Continues. Stay tuned to the radio dial. Okay. Bye.